Trajan KJ fans, it is another Thursday. You know what that means. This is time for the Wisconsin fans to come out of the woodwork, to listen to a little podcast, hang out with me and Trage. And of course, we're coming at you live with this episode again because, you know, Trajan's still laid up. He's still missing an appendix. And uh, that's all right, though. Trage, how are you today? We're doing fantastic. Getting closer to Christmas. Christmas time is upon us. It's a holly jolly uh, time of year nowadays. So good. Good on this end. Holly jolly time of year. Holly jolly time of year. So good on this end over here. All right. Well, let's kick it off with the Bucks first. The Bucks have been going on a little run, Trajan. They have won all five of their games since they lost to the Pacers in the in-season tournament. Um, what are you seeing from the Bucks right now? So we beat the Pacers. Well, first we beat the Bulls in overtime. Then we beat the Pacers. Then we beat the Pistons. Then we beat the Rockets. Then we took down the Spurs on Tuesday night. What are you seeing, Trage? I am seeing a uh, the Bucks team is starting to play a little bit better. The offense has been clicking on all cylinders. And on the defensive side of the ball, getting a little bit better. Still some struggles there on the defensive side, but been playing a little bit better as of late. All right, all right. So coming up for the Bucks tonight, we have the Bucks taking on the Magic on Saturday. We have the Bucks taking on the Knicks at 11.30 a.m., then we have the Bucks taking on the Knicks again, Christmas Day at 11 a.m. And then they are taking on the Nets next Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. So, Trage, right now for a little stats. Oh, wait, we got to do our predictions first, of course. Trajan, what do you think Magic tonight? I think the Bucks win that one against the Magic at home. All right, and then what do you think for Saturday's game? They play the Knicks twice in a row. I think they'll lose the first one, win the second one. All right. And then the Nets. I'm going to take a win against the Nets. Okay. What are you predicting for the next month for the Bucks? Do you expect a above 500 record going on the next month? Yeah. I mean, looking at where the Bucks are at, how they've been playing as of late – I mean, this team should easily be able to keep a 500 record over the next month or so here. Uh, they have, I mean, it's not like it's the easiest of schedule. They do have to play the Pacers twice in there, the Knicks twice. You have Boston in there, Golden State's always a interesting matchup for the Bucks. And, I mean, looking down the line, you got the Nuggets in there a little bit at times. But still a favorable schedule for the Bucks, and I think they should be able to take care of business. All right, a little news. Damian Lillard has joined the 20,000-point club with his 40-point effort the other night. Congrats, Dame, on that one. The Bucks are currently number two in the Eastern Conference standings. They are one game behind the Celtics. We need to continue on that winning streak like we were talking about. And then little stats, our leaders right now. Giannis leading in points. He's leading in rebounds. Damian Lillard is leading in assists, Giannis is leading in steals, and Brooke Lopez is leading in blocks. So, same as last week, but we are seeing a few more minutes from Beasley, seeing a little bit more from Payne, seeing more from Bobby Portis, 
we're seeing more from some of those bench players, and that's what we talked about earlier in the season that we were going to need to see soon, huh, Trage? Yeah, the bench was definitely going to have to start playing a little bit better. I think Bobby has. The rest of the bench is what worries me. Not a lot of scoring across the rest of the bench. I think they could still use another score, if not in the starting role at that start uh, shooting guard. I think they could use a shooting guard coming off the bench along those aspects to really add uh, offensive threat off the bench for this Bucks team. All right, let's jump over to the let's jump over to the Packers, huh, Trage? Are you okay with that? Jump into the Packers. Sure. Yeah. Packers. Okay. Packers. Had to make sure. Had to make sure. So the Packers last week, they lost to the Bucks. Trajan, what did you see in this um a little bit of a trouncing that the Packers took against the Bucks? What was your what would you say was your number one error that you saw from them? Joel Barry calling a defense. Joel Barry's defense is terrible. Uh, a lot of zone coverages that shouldn't have been. A lot of no blitzing on the quarterback. Uh, it was just, I mean, relaxed defense starting five to seven yards off the ball all around just terrible uh, defensive schemes drawn up by Joel Barry. So I got to say my biggest flaw for the Packers in that game against Buccaneers was the defense. And I all wouldn't right. even put it on the players aspect. I'd put it on more head coach coordinator uh, air in that ball game. It's been like that all season long. Fair, fair. All right, coming up this Sunday, a little Christmas Eve action for the pack. Uh, they are taking on the Panthers. Trajan, what are you seeing in this matchup against the Packers or against the Panthers? Struggling Panthers team going up against Packers team was also struggling. This is a game the Packers need to win. It's got to be a morale game. It's got to be one that they bounce back in. Uh, we got to see a good game out of this defense here against this uh, lackluster Carolina team. Carolina isn't a great team overall, and if the Packers play like they did against the Buccaneers defensively, Carolina is going to make it a close game, and that's what my worry is with this Packers team. Packers need to come out hot. They have to. The offense has been playing decent football here throughout the. I mean, throughout this stretch, the defense has been what's killing them. So the defense really needs to show something here against Carolina. It's got to be one in the trenches. That's going to be a big thing in this game. It's got to be one in the trenches, and. Uh, that's going to be huge for this Packers team is to finish it in the trenches. That's going to be a big thing uh, in this game, getting the run game going and seeing how the offense can flourish there with the run game. Defensively, got to get to the quarterback, got to get to Bryce Young, make him uncomfortable. He's a rookie, so you got to make him uncomfortable in this ball game. All right, so who is your pick? Packers, Panthers, who's your pick for that game? And then I'll let you run off to do what you got to do quick. Packers should win this ball game here. It sucks to say that I'm not like the guy on NFL Red Zone. I do have to go to the bathroom every once in a while. So I'll be right back. All right, guys. So Trajan has to run off real quick. He's got he's got some things to do with his appendix. So we're gonna we're gonna let him go off the air for a little while. So finishing off with the Packers, linebacker Campbell gets time off at practice at or at practice after his post. So let me just pull up that story, talk about that. Um, so basically he said he won't play hurt anymore, and he took time off at practice after he posted on social media that he would no longer play hurt. So Matt Fleur then gave him some time off to help him get his body back. He said he met with Campbell after his post and understood his player's frustration. He's missed some games, and he's been battling through it. He's missed games this year. 
He's been on and off the injury report. I certainly think that comes with a lot of frustration when you don't feel you're at your best because of health reasons. So we just think it's the best at this time to kind of give him the week, and we'll see where we're at after this week is quoted by head coach LaFleur, and I think that is very valid. I mean, the Packers are kind of on that border of potentially making the playoffs, but do you want to be hurt long-term? We kind of see this as a building season for the Packers, and even when you're this close, do you want to risk your players being hurt? So I agree with Campbell and where he's sitting at. Right now, the Pack are sitting third in the NFC North, unfortunately, behind the Lions and the Minnesota Vikings. Running through some stats, we're going to talk passing leader right now. Jordan Love has 3,368 yards. Rushing yards, A.J. Dillon with 574 Receiving yards, we have Jaden Reed with 592. Tackles, sorry guys, we have Quay Walker with 98. And then interceptions, we have Rudy Ford with two. And those are our stat leaders right now for the pack. Jumping over to Badger basketball. So coming up for coming up for the Badgers on Friday. December 22nd, so tomorrow night at 7 p.m. They're going to be taking on Chicago State. Looking at this game, Wisconsin should easily be able to come away with a win. Chicago State has been struggling thus far this year. They do have a pretty good guard in Wesley Cardet Jr. With He is averaging 18.9 points per game right now. He's basically kind of the team right now for Chicago State. But if you look at points per game, Wisconsin outscores them. Points against the Badgers hold their own a little bit better. Field goal percentage, the Badgers are winning there. Rebounds per game, the Badgers are doing a little bit better there as well. The only thing that – the only two categories where the where Chicago State does have the Badgers beat is they are blocking a little bit better, and they are, they are averaging more steals per game. They're averaging 10.1 steals a game right now. So that'll be a fun game to watch. It'll be good to see players such as Carter Gilmore, hopefully Connor Season, Isaac Lindsay, hopefully some of those bench players coming out and proving themselves a little bit more. That's the big thing that I would like to see in this Chicago State game. And then on, nope, that'll be after the new year. So we don't have another game right now for the Badgers other than the Chicago State game on Friday. So we'll have to see how that goes. Of course, Badger football, we're going to be playing. And the ReliQuest Bowl that's coming up on New Year's Day. We'll do a preview of that next week's episode. And let's see if we got any Brewer news. Uh, we got a few trades. So the Brewers. Um, hmm. Nope. So the Brewers got rid or traded to New York Mets, Adrian Hauser and Tyrone Taylor. And oh, they, okay, they traded for minor league pitcher Coleman Crow. So the Brewers have a new minor league pitcher, and they got rid of Adrian Hauser and Tyrone Taylor. So that'll be a little bit interesting for the Brewers. Um, Eric has has signed a one-year contract with the Brewers. He is a catcher. So That'll be pretty good to have a league veteran behind the plate. Have to see how he does for the Brewer, for the crew this coming season. It's kind of all we got for the crew right now. So 
Normally right now, I'd probably ask Trajan a few questions. We were going to bring back trivia for Trage, but of course, he's got to go do, like I said, he's got to deal with his appendix surgery right now. So we'll have to save trivia with Trage, but Badger fans, Packer fans, Wisconsin fans, as you all know, we got some exciting sports coming up for the Badgers, for the Pack, for the Bucks. We'll have to continue on, see where we go from here. We'll see you all week, Badger fans. Missing out on Trage, but hey, like I said, see you next week, fans.